0: The following Shear is recorded, edited, and presented to you by Kol HaLashon. We wish you an enjoyable and meaningful time listening. So this week we read two parashiyos, Achrei, Mois, and Kedoshim. And these two parashiyos contain many, many mitzvahs. Today we focus on the Suga of Gnevas Das. Lo Rashi writes, Lo means monetary stealth. Gnevas Mamain, Lo Tegnoivu Adibris is Gnevas Nefoshos, kidnapping. But some Rishayinah maintain, Lo means Gnevas Das as well. Stealing one's mind, one's attitude. As we find in two different sugyas. In the context of business, of transactions, one of the examples is a person that sells meat. The meat is dry, it's not fresh. If you soak it in water, it'll look better. That is Gnevis Das, making a false impression that this is fresh meat when it's not. Even if the price would be the same, there's no Gnavis moment, it's Gnevis Das. You invite a person, they want to come over when you know he's not going to come and you have no intention of hosting him, that's Gnevis Das. You offer a person a gift and you know he won't accept and you don't really intend to give him, that's Gnevis Das. And these alochas are in two sources, Bob Messiah Dafsamech and Churan Sadig and Aleph. And I'm a sechet the ritva brings in the name of Bali Ataisvis, Genevis Das, is included in Leitig Naivo in this week's Parsha. Isa Dioraisa. We find the same opinion, Smag, Lotas akufnon Kufnun Hay, Seifi Yarem Kuf Chav Dalid. On the other hand, Smak, both the smag and the Smak, Seif amidst his gold, Seif amidst Rabbaleyataysev, smak Reish Samach Beys maintains Gnevis Das is only Midarabonon. That is the opinion of the Bach, Reish Chav Choshe Mishbot. Sholchan O'Charav, Agarshaz, Balatanya, Hilchas Enoav Gnevis Das, if you'd The Rambam brings these alochas in two different sources. Hilchas Deis Pereg Beys, he brings what is not associated with transactions with business. And it's in an Herches Deyes. Herches Deyes is Midas Tavos. Not Mitzvot Aseh or Lota Aseh. And the other Eloches, he brings in Herches Mechira Perek Yudches. masma Medivari Rambam Schneidinem. If it's business associated, it might be Menatayra. But I think according to the Rambam, it wouldn't be gneve. it would be Loiseinah, it would be einoa because he doesn't bring it in Herches gneiva, but rather in Herches Mechira. Is it menatoira amad rabbon according to the Rambam? Divrei toira aniyam bomokamechad vashiram bomokamacha. V'mavit kirya seifar ala Rambam, Mechira writes, Pashtis mashma menatoira. That is what the Rambam himself writes. Where? Surprise. Peresh mishnah Mesachet Kelim, Peresh Yudbeiz Mishna Zayin. Tseniseh Dioraisa of Genei Vezdaas. Smaa Reish Chovches Yivkot Neches. Sma writes, If that is customary, it's basic courtesy, nimus, to invite a person even though you know he won't come, then it's legitimate. You know, you ask a person, How do you do? You don't expect them to start telling you. It's just a way of saying good morning, good evening. And as a soul, we say, you don't really want him to start telling you what's happening, how he is. So the s'ma says, if that is customary, if that is the meaning, if that is what people usually do, then, then it's legitimate. You could offer him something even if you know that he won't accept. Why would that be legitimate? Why would... A custom permit doing an Aveda. I think if it's customary, it's no longer an Aveda. And we could understand this p'sak with two different nuances. Number one. Yeah. And that's a Gamoran and sadik darad. If I did nothing to fool him, I did nothing to create a false impression it's just his own perception, then I bear no responsibility. I don't need to correct his mistaken perceptions. So if that is the minag, and that is just basic courtesy, and nimusim, then Iuda atiyah he's a person menayishuv. He should know that not always when we ask how do you do, that means an invitation for him to tell us. Not always when we say, do you want to come over? We really intend to invite him. And the second nuance would be, if you wouldn't, you might even hurt his feelings. And it definitely is not a missive to hurt a person's feelings. And if that is what is expected of you, you could just do it and say it. But the bigger Chodesh is this massive content Zion. And the other aspect of Gnevis Das, which is business associated, this ma also says, if that is the custom and that is what all the soichrim do, you could do it as well. That means taking a dry piece of meat, soaking it in water to make it look fresher. So why would it be legitimate if everybody does it? To me it would seem like over nasa Loikeheta that's not much of a real heta. The way to understand this ma is once again. This is custom. This is what they all do. So we expect the customer to understand if you see a piece of meat that looks fresh and has a lot of schmaltz. You shouldn't take that for granted. And you should ask the shopkeeper, is this fresh or not? Beyond that, if everybody does it and I won't, then I'm going to pay the price. When the customer sees a dry piece of meat, he's repulsed. He won't come again. He'll go into my neighboring store and he sees a fresh piece of meat. He knows that it's probably it was soaked in water. But nevertheless, it's more appealing. So he might ask the shopkeeper, he might not ask him. He might wish to assume that it's fresh meat, even though in the back of his mind he knows maybe it's not. So if everybody does it, and I won't, I will be jeopardizing my reputation, my panossa, and I don't need to go to that extreme just to be Overly honest. That is the way I would understand the Summa. However, Shulchan Harav Sif Yute says, nafsho mezeh." I think this language proves might be legitimate, might be mutar, but it's not the right thing to do. We should conduct all our affairs and business dealings betachlis hayoishah with utmost honesty and emis. The Chidu said, "Midvar Sheker Tirchak, all the other harachokas are medarabonon. There is only one value, one ethical principle, in which all the achokas are menatoira, and that is midvar sheker tirchak. Divrei Malkiel also questions this Pesach and chuvis Chei Gimel Nun, dalek. So Rashi in Hunan writes, there's an Issa of G'nei das When I pretend to invite him, when I pretend to offer him a gift, the reason I'm doing so is, I want to have benefit. I want him to reciprocate in a similar way. When I need a favor, I want him to do a favor. Masma medivrei Rashi, that if I have no intention at all of achieving any toivis and or any benefit, that wouldn't be an isser. So if our interpretation of Gnevis Das is Gneva, Oinoah, makes a lot of sense. The essence of both Geneva and ainoah are receiving something you didn't really earn, getting something you don't really deserve to get. By geneva it's taking by force, but I know it's taking by deceit. But the common denominator, it's a you're taking something which you do not really deserve to receive. So when I pretend to do him a favor, I want him to do me a favor, the favor you expect to get is not something you really deserve because you did nothing for him. It is just deceit as if you're offering something which you never intended to give. But if it's all about midas why would it make a difference? Still makes a difference. You could be untruthful if your intention is to enhance peace and harmony and bring people together. Shalom overrides emis. You have no sinister intentions. To the contrary, you want to bring people together, enhance brotherhood and friendship. Muteh It is not only mipnei Kala So, says, says, she's not pretty. She's ugly. You can't say, she's pretty. hillel says, no, you could. Hill's opinion is, okay, so it's not truth. al That's a greater mitzvah than being 100% truthful. Yes, I lied when I said she's a beautiful kala. I didn't do it for myself. I have no intention of getting any benefit. I did it for her and for her chason. I want to enhance their relationship. He should appreciate her. He should love her. Kala Noah that is shittas base hillel. The Gamora clearly says in Chulin, das as I'm a He's a guest. Nobody really knows him. I invite him over to my house. I know he's not going to come. I didn't really intend to invite him, but my intention is the people that don't know him. He's new coming to the community. If I invite him to my house, they will all assume, "Oh, this is an important person." The Rav invited him. Yes. It's Gnei das on one hand, but my intentions are pure. And that is why Rashi says, the essence of Gnei das is, when I do what I do, which is not entirely truthful to achieve benefit, only then is it an Israel. And I think Rashi Lishitosa in gittin Sama So in gittin Sama the Gemara deals with the question: Could we give a bracha to non-Jews? And it's a discussion in the Gemara. And the Gemara brings some of the greatest Amereim were magnum to non-Jews. Rashi says in their hearts their kavona was to a Baruch Hu, not to that Gentile. Tosis argues, Gineiv is das. Tosis says no. It is legitimate to bench a non-Jew. Rashi probably goes, I didn't do it to achieve any personal benefit. I did it because it's the right thing to do. I did it because I don't want to cause a chirla And therefore there is no problem of Geneva's Das. Maloya Royam was one of the great Gedonim 200 years ago. He was a chosid of Rabbi Yitzhak Mabadichov. And in his Agos and he quotes the Zoya. That is exactly what Yankov Avinu did with Esav. Yankov benched Esav, but he didn't intend to bench Esav, but rather, klapeh Shemaya. We can't prove anything, Lanias Daiti, from Yankov and Esav. On one hand, Esav was a Russia, He was out to kill Yankov. Esav is shorish Atuma. So even according to Taisavis, you could bench a decent nanshu. After all, Chavavodim Shenevra B'Tselem. Esav is different. Yaakov had no intention of bestowing a brocha on who was out to destroy him and fight the Kodesh On the other hand, we can't prove from Yaakov that it's legitimate because Yaakov was an oinase. He was threatened by Esav. He was terrified Esav might try to kill him. So, either it was Pekuach Nefesh or at least an Oynas. So I think the story between Yankov and Asaph is not really relevant in your name. I think sometimes we find alochas that are not necessarily based on Keneva's Das, even though they seem to be close. Seifech Hasidim And this is a hera or alocha, which for me is very difficult to accept. Sefer Hasidim writes, a person asks me to lend the money. I know that he doesn't pay, so I don't want to give him alavot. I'd happily give him some tzedakah. But the sum he expects is far greater than what I should be giving as tzedakah. And I'm afraid the money will never come back. Sefer Chassidim says, you're not allowed to say, I don't have. Because that's a lie. You should say, I don't want to give you. Because I'm not confident you're gonna pay back. And I wonder, why do I need to hurt his feelings? What is the misa to hurt his feelings? Wouldn't it be preferable to say, I don't have money right now? It's not true. But, to enhance harmony and relationships. And it's muta to say, to Enhance the relationship between the Khosan and the Kala. And Ganevis Dasis Muta Why wouldn't it be mutter to say, I don't have money to prevent insulting a person and hurting his feelings? And he might become an enemy. Why 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 not? So this is a Givali Ghidish to me. The Mugnabom quotes the Sefer Hasina, we're dealing with a Midas MS ba haflog <inaudible> isn't really a clear and pure halachic source. Sefer Chasidim was a biyud going back a thousand years. But most of what's in Seifa Chasidim is really kishmoikein midas mufleges. So I would say a person that is careful all is knife. Never to say a devar never maybe that is the proper Hanoga for him but I feel for us definitely would be preferable to say I don't have money than hurting a person embarrassing him and I say I won't give you money because I think you might not pay that loan. <laughs> In another few months, many koilom already started learning Hilcha Shviyas. This week I gave a shiur for hundreds of people, an introduction to Hilcha Shviyas in Yerushalayim and great Koil of Rabbi Yosef Afrati, my dear friend. But Shmittism is naeg at the end of next year, not the end of this. Call this year. So if a person wants to pay a loan after Ksafim, then the lender needs to say Meshametani, you don't need to pay me. And if he says after we, can, we could take the payment. People want to respect him. They invite him to sit on the Mizach. He needs to say I killed a person and I'm here because I'm in God. So I don't reserve the respect that you're bestowing on me. And if they say, mutarlo. That's the Mishnah. Yerushalmi, both in Shaviyah's Davlamadu Medbeiz and in Makazayinu Medbeiz, Yerushalmi says, Ki Person who's considered a Talmud Chochem. People respect him because they think he is Boki in two masechtis. In reality, he is only Boki in one masechte. He is required to tell them, I'm not such a big Lamden as you think. You think I'm Boki in two Masechtas, I'm only in one. Many times that happens to me. People think I'm a far greater Talmud Chocham than I really am, because nobody knows a person as he knows himself. According to Yerushalmi, you need to object and say, I'm not such a big Lamden. So why do I never do it? I know people. I know the world today. And if people want to be mechav you and you're going to say, no, I'm not such a Talmud Chochem, they'll only admire you even more and they'll say, wow, what an honor he is. Wow. Not only is he the greatest Lambda in the world, he's also a great honor. So that is counterproductive. And if you will object and you say, I'm not such a big lambden, and people will be in a spoil, ultimately, even when you say, I'm not such a big lambden, it will be more gaiv than another. So, let them just do what they wish to doing. And if they're mechavid, you receive that covered. What is important is between you and a kodesh don't let it get into your head. Don't become arrogant and really... It is only you and a HaKadosh bo who know what you really deserve, what you're really fitting for and what not. But anyway, the Maharit, maharit or Maharit, chaim Semenches, Wonders, why would that be considered Gnevis Das? I am not doing anything to deceive other persons. I'm not doing anything to make an impression. Why do I bear responsibility if they think I'm a greater Lamden than I really am? I mean, why is that my problem and not their problem? If people have a mistaken perception, it's not my problem. But I don't know why the merit thinks this mission has anything to do with the Das. I think it has to do with Torah and Torah. Especially when you don't really deserve it. So I think this is Alok HaMisuyemes and then HaNoah Medivrei Torah. has nothing to do with the broader sugyam of Gnei Das. Kosa Sho'al Chalak alef. The Chado wrote tens of Sforim. One of the most prolific Gidoilim that ever lived. One of his great Sforim's Shalas HaTshu Chaim Sho'al. And that is what he clarifies. Very common phenomena, which happened to me many times, and I have a very firm and clear opinion, even though some other and gideilim would not necessarily agree with me. You come to a chasana. You are invited by one party. You wouldn't come. You feel especially close with Mr. A and not Mr. B. But you come into the Chassan and Mr. B rushes over you and he's so happy and he seems to be convinced that you came with that big name is das. So some rabbon and paskin, you need to clarify matters and said, I, uh, I'm happy to see you, but I didn't come I came lechveidai, the other machutin," And I think that's ridiculous. The person is happy you came lechveidai. Why not let him bask in his glory? Let him be happy. I quoted Rashi. Ganevis dance is wrong only when your intention is to achieve personal benefit. So, this is basically a lie. You're doing something just to put on a show and your motive and intention is to gain. That is Ganevis does. I did nothing to create a mistaken perception. Came to a a betoyim lev. Both mechatonim are happy to see me. Each of them is convinced I came, let them be happy. What mitzvah would there be to dash a person's simcha, especially b'shaa simcha? So you know, in Yerushalayim we have many Simcha complexes, not only a Simcha hall. In Gutnik, as you walk in, one hole on the right, one to the left. Wolf in Yerushalayim, you walk up the stairs, one hole to the right, one hole to the left. And every night there are two chasanas. Many times that happened. I come to a chasana in Wolf. I was only aware of one chasana. I'm going right. The mechutna of the other chasana on the left hall just happens to come out. He sees me, rushes over to me, takes it for granted that I'm here because I came to his chasana. I didn't even know that he's marrying off a child. And even if I would know, maybe I wouldn't come. But he's convinced I came to him and he's so happy. So what am I supposed to do? I walked into his chasana. I danced with the chasana. I danced with him. I spent 20 minutes... That's not Gineviz Das. So am I supposed to hurt his feelings? It, it, it's very unpleasant, you know, seeing off and saying, well, I'm so happy you came. And Gerov tells you I didn't come. I, I didn't come to you. I apologize. Why? Well, what's the point? How could that be a mitzvah? It's a mitzvah to make people happy. We have no mitzvah to make people sad or to diminish their simcha. As long as I did nothing untruthful, I did not try to create a story that is not true, then that is not Geneva's Das. The Rambam so beautifully and so eloquently defines what is Geneva's Das. And I want to read the lesson of the Rambam. <speaking> You cannot conduct your personal affairs with sheka and deceit and be one in your mouth and different in your heart. And then the Rambam concludes the סלוחה. וְפִלּוֹ מִלּוֹ אַחַס שַׁלְפִיתוֹי וְגִנְדֵבֵשׁ דָאֵשׁ אֲשֶׁר אֶלָא שְׁפָא שְׁמֵשׁ וְרוּחַ נֹחַיִן וְלֵב smas ruach noachin veleiftoher asul ha'neges atsmoy bidivrei halakut vebeitoy pitui velo ye'echot ba've'echot ba'lev these words are so beautiful and so clear and that is what ginevazdas is all about shor hanoch isn't as beautifully eloquent but the message is the same ראש חוף חסימה ו'affregnov דאת הבריות בדברים שמרש אויסה בשוילו ו'איןoi אויסה בשוילו also creating a false impression that you're doing something for him and in reality you're doing it for yourself or for others that is also this is only when that is my intention שמרש אויסה בשוילו ו'איןoi אויסה So when you just did something in the most natural way, you did not intend to do it but he thinks you did. Let it be. Let him think. If he's happy, let him be happy. Play along. As long as you have no sinister intentions and you do not plan this out to achieve any gain or any benefit. כך נרבור לניוס דייט. So in this weeks past we have the mid of year haftarah komaychan rabbi kiva teaches us ze klal gadol betoyra sfarot torah is called this week past ekdoishim perites nedorim yerushalim daf lamed klal gadol betoyra we are in the midst of a masafera days that were transformed morgod la and the tragedy of 24,000 that perished and many throughout the ages wondered why such harsh punishment of an Aveda does not seem to be such a terrible transgression I explained many times being a Talmud of a giant is not only a privilege it's also an obligation it's not only a schutz, it is a responsibility. Many times I heard from my great Rebbe, the the Magarev, one of his earliest recollections as a child. He said, I was sitting in my father's lap and my father was crying and I asked him, Abba, Tata, Favuz vainsta? And he said, Zarmalay, Mekana? And I wondered and he said, Tata, you envy me? I should envy you. I'm a little boy. You're a Rebbe with many chasidim. And he said, I'm a kind of you because you didn't see the Chaim. You didn't have the schus, the privilege of seeing the, tzans, the Zayda. And I was taken aback even more and I said, Tata, I should be envy you because you did see the Chaim. And my father crying responded, you didn't know the Chaim, So what could they demand from you, La Acha In the Day of Judgment, they will ask me, you saw the Dibrachayim, what did you learn from him? And my feeling is, those 24,000 Talmudim of Rebekiva that perished, they were asked, you knew Rebekiva and you learned nothing from him? Where were you when Rebekiva said, where were you when Rebekiva said, Chava wadam Schneurover Betzeln Chibiy Israel Haydaslo Schneurover Betzelm Elokim Emperigim al maschet Where were you when I became said Es shemar kehotiro la rabis talmidah What did you learn from your great rabbi rabbi Kiva only lumdes you learned nothing of derech and at musar you didn't learn from him what it is kvut and anahavas rayem Yes being the talmid of a giant is a responsibility, and not only a privilege. <laughs> However, <Chazal> say, <laughs> Love and respect are closely related. Usually you respect people that you love, you love people that you respect, but they're not one and the same. So both in Tolis Kahnem and Yerushalmi, Everybody knows the famous mama. Very few people are aware that Ben Azai disagrees with Rebbe Kiva. And Ben Azai says, We could appreciate Rebbe Kiva. was so central, so essential, so important. But what is so special about the Sefer told Sodom? Lani is da'iti. Rebbe Kiva and Ben Azai discuss what is the most basic, fundamental, important ingredient of a just Torah, moral, ethical society. Rebbe says, brotherly love. have to That should be the cornerstone of a Torah society. Ben Azai says, Moiri Ben was a Talmud Chaver of Rebbe Kiva. I think there is something even more important. Kavoid, respect. Because avo, by its very nature, is not universal. A person should love his wife more than he loves other people. He should love his children more than he loves strangers and family. Love by its very nature, we love some people more than we love others. And that is human nature. You can't change that. But we need to learn to respect even those that we do not love. And respect could be universal. Respect could be towards everyone. So Ben says, Ze That is even more important than we have to And I could almost hear Benazi saying, my beloved Rebbe, don't be angry at me. It's not what I say. It is what I heard from you. Because you were the one that taught us in the Sechah Tobias, Chovev Odom, Shenevra B'Tzelem, Chibi Y'selen Adasli, Shenevra B'Tzelem M'Rakim. And that is the Pasuk. Zeh Sefer told us Odom. B'Tzelem M'Rakim Baro isa. Let's not get into the Mechloi Kisvotina B'Kivan B'Nazhi, Achoyz B'Zeh V'Gam Ezeh Al-Tanach Yadcha. Yes, we should love each other. We should respect each other. And we are in the midst of Svira. Now is the time. So a terrible plague struck 24,000 died from Askara. Askara they couldn't breathe. Corona first and foremost, more than anything else, it attacks your pulmonary system, your lungs. Most of the people that died from corona died because their lungs were no longer functioning. At least in that Yisrael, we seem to be almost out of the woods, miraculously. Boruch Hashem. I know that in America things are much better. I know that in South America things are horrific. And in some countries in Europe. So one of the greatest goodas is Tine Hagu Kavoid Ze. Shochanoch writes Tov the Gimel. Lag Oimer is a day of Simcha because Posku Melamus. They stopped dying. The plague was over. Why is that? Many times I quoted it with all salant and the chedusarim. Memtesiya me'ayimah coincide with memches dvorim shatayre nikneis behem. So every day we count. Let us assume that Rabbi Kiva had the same opinion. If you count memches dvorim shatayre nikneis unbelievable. Number thirty-two is oye ve'sabrios. I wish to believe that Rabakiva Kiva, Rabbi Kiva's talmidim did the same as Rebbe Sol Salanter's talmidim, as the Chiddusherim's chassidim. Day 32, they worked on Ava Sabrias. Day 33, the plague was over. So, in the Amea Svira, this is our, this is our avoida. This is what we should be focusing on. Ahav Asreim Vekavayid And then, this plague and all the others will go away. Love each other. Respect those that you do not love, and We should only be Mavasa we should be The Shira you've listened to was recorded and edited for you by Kol Halashon. You're invited to continue listening at any time to all the Shirim and drushos in all topics by all the Rabbanim on Kol Halashon.